0: This is Packer and Durham on ACCN and Sirius XM Channel 371.
1: Drew Brooks, Brian and I was producing. Lisa Friday on a uh, Monday. Produ- uh, directing, by the way. Lisa Monday on a Friday. It's one of those things. I'm... <laughs> I know when Lisa's here to direct. Jayhawks, Jawhawks. Jawhawks. It's a W and Y. They're three keys apart.
2: All right. Um, you are right over there? with Fuller Well,
1: Fuller's resetting. We got but Fuller. He was he's, on my side. He's, I know. He's moved over here. Brother Fuller. And stay tuned. In the hour, 85-pound Piper. Piper Girls upstairs. Yeah, what does what a show with two dogs need? Three, including one at 85 pounds.
2: Well, you know, our stiffest competition for the sports Emmy – is uh, some show out in Arizona has got 101 Dalmatians. What? The stiffest competition we have. For our Emmy? For our Emmy, our third, <laughs> as the best live sports show in the basement with dogs is a show that has 101 Dalmatians in Arizona. Okay. So we're going to load up with our third dog. Piper Girl is in town. Did Brooks tell you that? That we have competition in Arizona
1: with 101 Dalmatians? No, dogs I'm
2: telling you. Oh, that. okay. Got it. So, Piper Girl, when the, the boys will know when she's up because they'll hear her upstairs. Oh, golly. Yeah. And she is a load. The
1: one time she came barreling through here. Yeah, we're going like, to do
2: that again. We're just going to open up the door at the last segment and just have her go run roughshod yeah, through What here. could possibly go wrong? Dogs will go crazy. Yeah. be great. Live lot wow. of television with dogs. Yeah, I love it.
1: Brittany McKinney will join us in uh, about oh, 10 minutes and then Mac Brown 930. That's it. A lot to talk about. Six Football
2: spring games tomorrow yeah, on the network. Six of
1: them. 11 a.m. Get you going from B.C. at 11. Pretty excited to see kind of um, how all this folds together. Two-hour windows for each one. Uh, Pittsburgh and NC State will be at 7 and 9. Those are tape-delayed, but you can see them live on ACCNX tomorrow, if you so choose. Wolfpack, I think, is at 1 o'clock, as are the Panthers, if you choose, in addition to the ones that are live tomorrow. So. It's a lot. I'm telling you, there is a lot going on in the ACC this weekend. Yeah, eight ranked versus ranked uh, across the board in softball, baseball, women's lacrosse, men's lacrosse, and women's tennis. You don't see that very much, right? Speaks to the uh, power in the spring sports. Here's the full ledger for you, Pac. You see the softball? We have talked about that. Man, five versus three. Uh, getaway game is noon Sunday. It'll be right here on ACC Network. Then the baseball, just had Gabby Sanchez on talking about Virginia-Miami. You'll see part of that series on ACC Network. Then Carolina-Louisville this weekend, also in baseball. Look at women's lacrosse, top five, Carolina and Syracuse. That's on ESPNU. Notre Dame-Boston College, 18 at two. Then you get to men's lacrosse, Notre Dame and Duke, Carolina and Virginia. All for the offer. And then even in women's tennis, third-ranked NC State visits number 14, Virginia.
2: Boy, if you're only allowed to watch one, what would you go with there? That's a hard deal. I mean, there's so many great matchups. Yeah. If I, you only had one, what where would you go? I
1: think I might go Virginia-Miami baseball this weekend. Because just to the no, – int- you only
2: get one game. I'm not giving you a series. No,
1: no. I'm just going to watch that – I'm going to watch the one game, Virginia-Miami.
2: Yeah, I think I'm going to go Virginia Tech-Florida State softball.
1: Oh, that'd be a big one too. the The intrigue for me about Virginia
2: is they are so good pitching and hitting, right? Well, I just like my man Jake. Man, he's going crazy. Well, but helmet but flying off, going Cav- yard. Cavaliers have
1: always been really good pitching, and they've had you know Pavin Smith and all these guys that have come along, and certainly won a College World Series. But now all of a sudden they're exploding offensively. I mean, it used to be you got past the fifth inning, it was a a wrap because of how good they pitched it now it's like two ways and so actually i would i would want to see virginia and miami because miami intrigues me i, I that's why i asked gabby the question about the guys hitting the six guys hitting 300 because they you, they don't have the aubrey huff to give you an example jim morris had aubrey huff in those aubrey cats. huff
2: man there is a name from another world series championship that's exactly season right. of the yeah. san francisco that's giants right. yeah well, I like when you bring those games. But up. that guy,
1: I mean, you'd get like you'd get to about the four hole, and here comes Aubrey Huff with two on and one out and Doink. gone. They don't have that pronounced guy. Now they could by the end of the year, but right now it's like everybody's getting rakes. And here's Virginia. Now, let me tell you about the Cavaliers. They lead the nation in batting average and they're fourth in ERA. Seriously? I mean, think about it. But then, see, Miami had 17 runs with 19 hits. That's not Miami-like. Miami had scored 19 runs on, like, 10 hits. Because one of them be a three-run homer. But it, it's going to be a great series this weekend. Game one tonight, 7 o'clock.
2: So, you're going all this offense, and that's why, you know, you give me the two aces tonight in the circle Ooh. for Florida State, Virginia Tech softball. There you go. Uh, I mean, you're talking about all this offense. I'm talking about nobody getting a hit. Right. Right? I mean, so you got a great, really, smorgasbord to pick from this weekend if you're an ACC sports fan. Uh, and you pick a sport. Like I said, we go to tennis. We want men's and women's lacrosse. We're giving uh, uh, baseball. We're giving softball. And oh, by the way, we got six football games for you tomorrow. I mean, it is a great, great weekend. Huh. Yeah. Tremendous. Yeah.
1: I love weekends like this. Yeah, it'll be great. And you know you add in all the other menu items that you get this time of year in sports, and it's a it's a terrific weekend. Um, I, I think that we talk about the two the softball and the baseball. Uh, I mean,
2: seriously, does anybody get a hit? I mean, I don't. I'm being facetious here because they will. But between Sandercock and Rouchard, I mean, come on now. I mean, they are when they're on, it's filthy. It is. I mean, you can't do anything with it. Look at, look at the number.
1: Like, you see the two best pitching teams both have ERA under 1-5. But then see another note, 59% with Rouchard in the circle have been strikeouts. That's
2: what I'm saying. And these are two great teams. These are two teams that could win the national championship. Mm-hmm. Eyeball to eyeball. Crowd will be great. They'll be into it. Oh, yeah, that place. I'm telling you yeah. now. It, and women's softball, quick. they got a great environment in Tom How Hassel. fast could that game go by? Oh, <laughs> hour 10 it seems like it it's i mean three up three down your turn three up three down your turn i mean this could be quick assuming yeah. any, assuming anybody could score there's katherine sandacock look at the attitude here yeah that's right what are you gonna do about it nothing go back to the bench <laughs> <laughs> so i'm telling you now, florida state is legit and keely gets up there good night man yeah. just grab you something to eat Grab you something to oh, drink. the rise you know, ball ridiculous. Oh, it's going to be good.
1: Yeah. Um, then you got lacrosse. We told you uh, Kayla Traynor was with us uh, earlier in the week. We replayed it earlier in the show today. Carolina-Syracuse, North Carolina, the only team in the nation that averages over 10 assists per game. Syracuse, sixth in the nation. I mean, so you're going to get goals, and it's going to be fast and furious.
2: See, that's what I like about the weekend. You love defensive sports. We got it. You want teams that are going to get up and down the field, score a ton? We got it. You yeah. want your football? You'll have every variety known to man with the six games. You got a little bit of everything to choose from. Yeah.
1: Don't forget you got – and you got the GOAT playing. That's it. Uh, Boston College hosts Notre Dame. And when you get BC Notre Dame, again, I look, we told you when field hockey rolled around and Aaron Matson was playing at Carolina, you should make an appointment just to watch – I feel the same way when we talk about Charlotte North. No question. You need to watch Charlotte North play women's lacrosse. Uh, and they draw Notre Dame this weekend, who's very good defensively, but it's not this. That's right. That's number eight. She is unbelievable. That's I, tomorrow at 2 o'clock. If
2: I try to pull that move that Charlotte did right there, I, that, have that might go be, like, see a chiropractor. That'd be about three weeks in the hospital. Yeah. Pack, what'd you do to your shoulder? Well, I was trying this behind the back, no look over the neck shot, and eh, it didn't quite work yeah. out so well. So, but tennis. that's every game with Charlotte North. They even There's got tennis great.
1: for you on the back end because NC State visits Virginia. Yep. so the 15s.
2: Go. Well,
1: so it's a great weekend. Good for spring sports in the ACC.
2: Throwing the Masters. You are throwing Major League Baseball. Right. Like I said, man, if you can't find something this weekend to entertain you, this might be uh, time for you to watch CNN.
1: Yeah. Uh, we're going to dig into – The softball weekend coming up because Brittany McKinney is going to make her debut on this program, I believe. Correct. Yep, that's right. Go break it down for you. Um, By the way, great to have Brooke Wyckoff and Gabby Sanchez on the show. But Brooke has worked herself into a corner as her first. She's got a homework assignment. She does have a homework
2: assignment. Got to get that walk-up song right. I mean, no disrespect. the marching chiefs were not playing the florida state fight song as the thing no 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 no. you have to have your specific song that gets you fired up in the morning or on game day or on a recruiting trip or take the kid i to tried school. to give
1: her the bailout for the home that dance party with your daughter when you you know slam something from your day on there and the daughter dances around has no idea the song but i got
2: Nothing. Well, she's got some work to do on that. So there's Coach Cristobal down there in Miami. Okay. He gives that no outside noise. Hey, come on, man. There's a song you got in your head. There's always a song in your head. Always. Brings a smile to your face. That guy's locked in now. He's locked in. I like what he's doing with that staff, yeah. though. I'll tell you that much.
0: The Packer and Durham Podcast. Here's Mark Packer and Wes Durham.
3: It's a Florida State team that was in the championship series in Oklahoma City a year ago. Woo! My goodness, moonshot from Edfield. Bye-bye. It is never too early for a battle between top
4: ten teams. Virginia Tech Hokies, three winners of 16 in a row, third longest win streak in
3: the country. Keely Richard is one of the best in the business.
4: One, two. For the All American, Keely Richard.
3: She just had the ability to change the game. If you're a softball fan, this is definitely a game you want to be watching. This is the ACC at its best. This is going to be really exciting.
2: Packer and Durham, it is a Friday, and as we've mentioned, a ton of ranked versus ranked matchups in multiple sports this weekend. But maybe none more exciting than women's softball. Yep. Number three Florida State, number five Virginia Tech in Tallahassee, and it should be electric.
1: Uh, Brittany McKinney joins us for the first time uh, from out in Arizona this morning. First of all, bless your heart for getting up. Uh, <laughs> Played in Carolina for the great Donna Papa and uh, is working with us all here on ACC Network. Okay, so we kind of pumped this up, this Florida State-Virginia Tech thing, and Lonnie's done incredible things. They're the gold standard. We all understand that, Brittany. But it feels like it feels like Virginia Tech is making that move. I and mean, Clemson and Duke have had moments, but it really feels like with Keely Rochard and what Pete's doing there, it feels like Virginia Tech is a serious challenge this week in Tallahassee. I,
3: I think you're exactly right. You know, over the years, Florida State has set the standard, the gold standard, where you want to be in the ACC. And then Coach Pete comes into Virginia Tech and starts rebuilding this program and said, why not us? Why can't it be us? And he's from day one, he's put a winning mentality into those to his players. And you've seen him grow since he's been there. Every year, they just get a little bit better, a little bit better. They have Keeley Rochard. They have the tools to be great. We saw him last year when they went out to UCLA for Super Regionals taking one of the best teams in the country to three games. I think they just ran out of juice. And But they have the same lineup coming back this year, and they're, they've set themselves up for a great out-of-conference schedule. They've been tested by good opponents. They've put themselves in situations to find out how good they are and how good they can be. I think Coach Pete DeMore has really set this team up for success, and it's not just Florida State's conference anymore. And I think they're going to have a big challenge on their hands with Virginia Tech this weekend.
2: Brittany, with both aces, for argument's sake, go in the circle. I mean, first of all, how quick can this game go by? I mean, I just can't (laughs) imagine anybody doing anything against either one of those pitchers. They're that good.
3: You're right on. I I think the the time window for the ACC network, they could probably put it in 90 minutes and we'll get out of this game. It's going to be about who can scratch a runoff against either one of these pitchers. Sandercock she fills up the zone. She keeps the ball down. She gets the ball to her defense. She's not overwhelming with her speed, but she doesn't miss a pitch. She's not going to miss over the plate. She's going to keep it down. She loves feeding the ball to her defense, and she get, she doesn't give up any free passes. And you can say the same thing for Rochard with the free passes. They have twelve and twenty some odd walks on the season compared to over a hundred strikeouts. But Rochard, she's she's just as dominant, but in a different way. She throws the ball hard. She's got a 30 rise ball. And and when you look at pitchers to see, you know, what's a good pitcher, how how do you know if their ball's moving is the amount of swing and misses they get. And Rochard gets a ton of swing misses. And you could face her six, seven times, and you're still going to be swinging at this pitch. I've seen hitters try and make adjustments in the front of the box, back of the box, off the plate, on the plate, and they're still swinging and missing at that high pitch because it's just jumping out of the zone. And if you lay off of it, She can also throw it in the zone for a strike, and I think both pitchers have a good off-speed pitch to complement what they do uh, with their hard stuff. And it's going to be a tough, tough weekend for the hitters, but they've got to stick to their game plan. And you know, we may see some more small balls, some hit and run, you know, some squeeze, anything to get the defense working. It's going to be, it's going to be like old school softball again. Two great pitchers going at it.
1: All right, Brittany, I want to ask you as a a collegiate catcher about Rochard here in particular. Now, I know enough about softball you could fill a shot glass with it, okay? So, here's the thing. When I see the clips of Keely Rochard or I watch her pitch, it is the rise ball. It is like, I mean, it's like Mariana Rivera with the split, right? I mean, what's the story here? Because it's, I mean, Pac and I ran a clip the other day. It starts at the knees and ended up in somebody's eyes. Why is it with her so devastating? Because... I mean, it's unbelievable to watch this thing.
3: I mean, Rashard is just first of all, she's strong. I mean, she's strong. She's able to get underneath that pitch, get that backspin on it, and when you get that true rise ball spin with somebody that can throw it as hard as Rashard does, it's 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 not fair as a hitter, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And she's gotten so good with it that she can start it at the knees and end up your your eyes if she wants to. Or she can start it at the knees and end it at your waist, at your belt level. But still, even just that little bit of movement is going to make a huge difference. And she knows how to work counts and when she needs to waste a pitch and when she needs to throw that pitch in the zone. And and it's just fun to watch as a catcher, not so much as a hitter.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Brittany, uh, Florida State's the standard in the league, right? I know that Duke won the ACC championship last year in the tournament. But Florida State's always the measuring stick in the league. So you kind of know what Lonnie's all about. She just picked up her 800th win last week, et cetera, et cetera. Is this a more important series for Virginia Tech to really be, hey, where are we in the big picture? Or are we overblowing that, that, hey, these are two teams that could win the national championship regardless of what happens over the weekend?
3: I, I think the implications are huge for both teams, not just for ACC championship reasons, but if you think postseason and come selection show, both of these teams need a top eight seed. And it's going to be hard to get two ACC teams in a top eight seed. Last year, neither one of these teams were a top eight seed, and they got sent to UCLA and LSU for Super Regionals. And Coach Pete DeMore yesterday on your show was talking about how hard it is to go to a great school like and a great program like UCLA and try and beat them three times on their home field. So I think this series, not only ACC championship implications – but postseason seeding is going to come back to this series if the selection committee is not going to put two ACC teams in the top eight.
1: All right, and that's where I want to go with this. Let's go big picture here, right? Because we know Virginia Tech, Florida State. We've talked about Duke and Clemson. I mean, this league, is it? We, we just talked a moment ago with Brooke Wyckoff, who's now in charge at Florida State with women's basketball. And, I mean, we're, we may be into the best era ever of ACC women's basketball. How close are we there in softball, Brittany? I mean, you played at Carolina, you know this league, the talent level in this league. We we just roll off four schools that are all very capable. But how close are we nationally to seeing this league take the next step?
3: I, I think we're right on the right on the edge. And I think, you know, the new programs with or the young programs just a few years old with Duke and Clemson coming in and making a, a statement in their first couple years, you know you see Duke, Clemson, Virginia Tech, Florida State, all these teams just succeeding. It's going to make the rest of the conference better. It's going to draw recruits to the to the conference. It's going to get the conference on TV. You know, it, it, there's just so much that, you know, Florida State did it for so long, but just the one team, you know, that can't carry a whole conference and I, and these other teams that are just competing and I think this is the best this conference has been since I've been around watching. And I think, I correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know if the ACC has ever had a number three and a number five going at it in the ACC weekend. I think it's just incredible. You're talking, you know, you're in the mix now with SEC, Pac-12, ACC. They're, they're right there. And, you know, the bottom end of this conference, you're always going to have a bottom end, but I think they're getting more competitive. Florida State lost a game to Pitt already this year and lost a game to Boston College. You know, it may have been an off day for florida state but every team in this conference has the ability to beat the best team on any day and i I think it's i think it's fun to watch and i'm excited so excited for the future of this conference
2: Brittany, i'm going to bring you back home a second i know you're out in arizona and it's uh whatever time it is seven o'clock in the morning whatever um (laughs) but you told us beforehand that you are from clemens north carolina is that correct
3: yes sir yes uh, sir
2: let me just tell you uh i am holding in my hand a gift certificate to Ronnie's Wings for $40 <laughs> from a listener. David Riding sent yeah, this to me. Sure did. And I've got up to a year to use it, a $40 gift certificate. So I'm sensing that, you know what? Somebody that can really appreciate Ronnie's restaurant in Clemens, North Carolina. I'm going to hold on to this so you and I can break some bread at Ronnie's the next time you're in the neighborhood. How about that?
3: Let's do it. That's a deal. Right? That's awesome. You know that's how the best good, gift you could have gotten. And you know how
2: good that is, right? Right? Wings, oh, that's awesome.
3: I'm honored. <laughs> I'm honored.
2: <laughs> easy. It's just your first visit, Brittany. Take it easy. Uh, you, you can't where find you this. Going to that's it. You can't find this out anywhere in Arizona. I don't care where you look. You no. don't have that in Arizona.
3: No. You better file that in a nice, safe place. Okay.
2: It's, it's going nowhere. It's, it's right, right here it's with me. It's in the pocket. Unbelievable. <laughs> Hey, Brittany, great to have
1: you with us. Uh, looking forward to the Thanks. coverage of, uh, of Florida State and Virginia Tech this weekend. And uh, we look forward to having you back.
3: Thanks, guys. All I right. appreciate it. You Take bet. Care. Take
1: care. Brittany McKinney, part of our uh, ACC Network softball coverage. When we come back. We're bringing
2: people together, Wes. Through Ronnie's Wings. Ronnie's yeah. Wings. Women's yeah. North Carolina.
1: No question. No doubt about Ronnie's Wings. It's, it, it does kind of uh, build Camaraderie, doesn't it? No doubt about it. Uh, Number five, Virginia Tech. Number three, Florida State. Our coverage is the third game of the series, and it's Sunday at noon right here on ACC Network, streaming live on the ESPN app.
0: Packer and Durham. This is the Packer and Durham Podcast.
1: Well, we've kind of been telling you all week long 12 hours of ACC spring football tomorrow. Starts at 11 a.m. from Chestnut Hill with Boston College. Then we'll run you down to Tigertown at 1, 3 o'clock off to Chapel Hill for Carolina. Then Florida State at 5, NC State in Pittsburgh, 7 and 9 p.m. And then a special huddle after dark at 11 to recap the full day of spring football. It is a spring football Saturday pack, just like the sign says. On ACC Network and always streaming live on the ESPN app.
2: Oh, there he is! Walk up music. Eric Church, who yeah. said, "Hey, San Antonio, y'all can wait. I'm going to go watch some basketball at <laughs> the Final Four." A little Carolina, right there. I'll tell you it's what, one thing.
1: A little star-studded. Uh, we had star-studded in New Orleans last week, oh, no doubt. Uh, did, I did not see the head football coach though, at the Louisiana Superdome. Did you, uh, did you sneak in last Saturday night under a cloak of darkness to, to watch that? Or were you in the, uh, comforts of home coach Brown?
4: I was in the comforts of home. We had a scrimmage. We had a lot of recruits here. Uh, by the time I got through, my plane would have been delayed and I wouldn't have made it to new Orleans. And, uh, I've got to win some football games so Hubert knew I was on my couch I had a great seat I was screaming I was throwing stuff and nobody could even see me or hear me and that was healthier for all of us
2: <laughs> I tell you, sometimes that's not a bad thing coach <laughs> the comfort of home and you can just keep it amongst the family you don't have to be out in public and with the emotions but that was a great run for Hubert uh you know hey I like your chances tomorrow for the W by the way I just want to let you know that all right like your chance mark
4: i like them better now than well i like them better now than my first two years here when we were one and ten the first year we took the best against the rest and at halftime the rest were ahead six to three and i, I thought we were going to get beat in a spring game which has never happened before so i went in and told the coaches put guys in i don't even know their names or get guys out of stands or bring students but we got to win
2: hey you've come a long way though mac and that feels like a million years ago you got some dudes out there now it's a whole different animal
4: well it's going to be a fun game tomorrow for us and uh i'm, I'm excited about the guys that'll be able to come and the, the fans because we really haven't had a, an opportunity for a great spring game crowd because we had huge rain the first year and yeah. then last year and we had covet in between so Uh, This should be a fun day. We're we're actually going to have Cayman Rucker, who sang the national anthem at the Final Four, sang the national anthem uh, by himself without music. Uh, We're going to have Tylee Kraft, who uh, was uh, uh, diagnosed with cancer a a few weeks ago, come out and it'll be the Tylee Strong game, where he and some other young cancer patients are going to come out and be honored before the game. We're going to honor women's basketball for... uh, Courtney Banghart being in the uh, uh, Sweet 16 and only her third year and losing to the uh, eventual national champ, South Carolina. Uh, and, and then we'll have a, a fun day with a lot of young guys that we get to watch in, in front of a crowd that will be helpful for us.
1: Okay, that's the part I wanted to jump to here. We know the brand names, right? We know Josh Downs is terrific. We know you got guys in the secondary uh, with Conley and everybody else how fun has it been to watch some of these young guys that you brought in this program a year ago two years ago now get those premium spring reps from a normal spring schedule coach
4: well it's it's, it's so much fun we we got ahead of ourselves probably because of guys like uh, michael carter and uh diami brown and and Javante Williams and Daz Newsom and Chaz Surratt. we had this this group of NFL guys for the first two years and Sam Howell comes in and lights it up, so we're we're ahead of the game than last year. I thought we got a little entitled. We we read too much about how good we were instead of working as hard as we did. And it's time to get back on track now because we've recruited so well. First year was okay when you come in new. Second year was a top 15 recruiting class. Uh, this year was a top eight recruiting class. So we've got a lot of great young players, and I've told our coaches time to develop them. Uh, time to win. I've told the players, we're going to push you harder than ever before because we, we've we got to make sure that you, you reach your uh, maximum ability, and, and that's to play to a standard each week. And my job, guys, is to get our team to play as hard as they can each week. We may not play good all the time, but you can play hard every week. And we did that the first two years. We didn't do it as much last year. We were inconsistent, and, and I apologize. But the fans pay for that. Uh, That's the expectation we have of our players, and and they've done that this spring. It's been a a team that's been a lot of fun to coach because I've really, really enjoyed them every day, and we haven't had a bad practice.
1: All right, so what area tomorrow should fans, Carolina fans, ACC fans for sure? I mean, we know Ty Chandler did a lot for you at running back, but British Brooks finished strong. I mean, really, in the NC State game and in the bowl game, he played well. I'm kind of excited to see the mix you've got there. We know Josh Downs is terrific, but we also know you got other guys at wide receiver. So outside of the run game, I know a lot of attention is going to go to quarterback, but the run game intrigues me a little bit, Coach, from that perspective and the way 22 looks.
4: It, it does me too, Wes. We, you, you've got to be able to run the ball to win college football games, especially on early downs. You, you can't end up second long and third and long all the time. We've had too much of that. Um, and likewise on defense, we've got good enough players in our front seven. We have not stopped the run well enough on first down. Uh, so I can't be happy tomorrow because when I leave the field, somebody's going to run it good and somebody's going to stop the run good. And I'm going to be mad at the other one. Uh, so that's just the, the plight of a, a head coach in the spring game. Uh, but that, that's what we've got to do. Uh, unless you can stop the run and force people to throw the ball, it's harder to get turnovers. Um, unless you're in a position where you can run the ball and use some play action because you can run the ball on first downs, you're probably not going to be in in great situations to, to make your third downs. And uh, we'll actually keep score differently. We'll have a score for the game, but uh, every time the offense makes a first down, they're going to get a point for our uh, benefit because we're trying to keep score for the whole spring. The defense gets them off the field. They get a point. So, um, that it's, uh, it's been fun to watch them compete all spring. And I'm really excited about tomorrow. This is going to be a, a more of a fun game for me than most of them. Most of them, you just go in worry about who's going to be healthy and all that. I want to see us play and play good.
2: Coach, you've done a really great job recruiting defense up front. And, and you know, in this day and age, if you don't have monsters on that side, it point of emphasis in line of scrimmage, that's a problem. I, I'm curious to watch your defensive front. And I'm really intrigued to see my buddy Gene Chizik get his hand back in the cookie jar again and start concocting some ideas. I know it'll be kind of vanilla for the most parts of spring game, but I thought the addition of Gene Chiswick to your staff was a terrific move.
4: Yes, Mark, we've had three great additions. In fact, four. We, we got uh, Pat Suttis from Georgia Tech to be our general manager and recruiting coordinator and he works with NIL and compliance and all of those things. So that's a very, very valuable position now, probably more than ever before. Gene Chizik won a national championship with us as a defensive coordinator at Texas, then won his own at Auburn with with Cam Newton. So here we bring in a guy that's got great credibility. Uh, it's bad to say it, but all the guys say he took five years off and didn't work. Uh, and that's because he did TV, and they all laugh at me the same way. And I said, you guys got no clue how hard these guys work. They, they, they have to study and stay up at night and, and do all that kind of stuff uh, but Gene's done a tremendous job he brings in Charlton Warren who uh, won 11 games when he was here before and, and then ate the next year and then he coached at Georgia and Tennessee and Florida and was a defensive coordinator in Indiana so those guys are really meshing well with who we had in the defensive staff and then I've been really impressed with Jack McNeil you, you bringing a guy that's been a head coach at Louisiana Tech for 8-9 years and then he's been a seven-year NFL assistant. So all the guys want to be in the NFL. And, and he's really got them coming off the ball. He's a, a great technician and, and wonderful teacher. And I've just I've enjoyed watching him work. So I, I feel like that all four changes have, have been real positive for us.
1: All right. We've asked your colleagues this same question we're going to ask you. I'm watching this tomorrow. You get to give me a guy on offense and a guy on defense that's caught your eye in the spring that fans ought to at least make themselves aware of tomorrow when they watch the Tar Heels. Who you got?
4: I would say George Petaway on offense, young right. running back that came in from Virginia Beach uh, because nobody's seen him before. And, uh, and I would say probably um, a couple of guys on defense. Uh, Noah Taylor came in from Virginia as a grad transfer. Uh, but ry Dilworth, mm. a young linebacker that uh, uh, can can fly. He runs 4-4, and he's been all over the field, and uh, it's been fun to watch him this spring.
2: By the way, I, I know we've got six, count them, six, <laughs> six games, games tomorrow on ACC Network. <laughs> and I, I know Dabo uh, is on at one, you're on at three, and Dabo's got the microphone tomorrow. So is it? <laughs> And I'm going to be down in Clemson tonight. Should I tell Dabo, hey, listen, Mac wants to be on 3 o'clock sharp. Mac goes. It's North Carolina time. Should I tell Dabo, hey, you need to cut down on the rhetoric a little bit. you got to be off the air by three. I mean, you're a former TV guy. You understand how you got to hit your numbers like that.
4: Yeah, and Dabo's never done TV, and he he likes to talk, so he'll probably go too long. It, 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 It may be the middle of our game before we get Dabo on. Well...
1: You know, with Lugan, Bill, and I there, Mac, we can make up ground pretty quick. You know, that's that's the good yeah. news.
4: Um, well, in, and you guys are going to be on the field with me, so that's going to be fun and unique. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so it's uh, it's a new look. We spring games in so many areas have gotten so boring. This is going to be fun. We're, hey. we're we're going to make it. We're going to make it fun for the kids and a lot of reasons and the fans and you guys. And uh, so we're we're this is going to be a special day for us. I'm excited.
1: I'm glad you said spring games have gotten a little stale here, because we were talking during the break about how important it is to win the spring game in, in, in a joking fashion. But Pack, I want to tell you that in the early '90s, Mickey Mouse scored a touchdown in a spring game that Mac Brown was coaching. Mickey Mouse.:
4: Absolutely. That's how bad our defense was. <laughs> <laughs> But Mickey was pretty talented. He was quick. I I was surprised. I was taken back a little bit by his ability. But that was right before the pigskin classic. And then we came out and beat USC. That's, uh, what, 31 to 9? Yeah,
1: but I'll uh, never forget. Jason
4: Stanisak running the option up and down the field and Marcus Wall. It ended up John Robinson's first game back at USC. It was a great game for UNC.
1: John Robinson had no damn idea who Curtis and Leon Johnson were. And all of a sudden, they're scoring touchdowns on him, right? I mean, but here's the funniest part of the whole thing. The reason I remember it is, I I remember asking Dad, how was the spring game? And he looked at me and he said, Mickey Mouse scored a touchdown.
4: (laughs) That was pretty tough. I do remember the Rose Bowl. We've got um, Shem Beckler and Daryl Royal out for the coin toss and they let Mickey Mouse flip the coin. So I knew then that we were talking more about money than history and tradition.
2: Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. You know, Woody was just upset because he didn't have any notes on Mickey Mouse. He didn't Mouse. have any notes on Mickey Mouse. Yeah, you damn like right. Those. He was
4: mad there was no prep on Mickey, Mac. Yeah, and your your dad was the best at preparation, so I can see why he would have been bothered. We probably slipped that in on him.
1: I love it. I love it. Hey, great to see you. Look forward to the weekend. Appreciate your time as always.
4: Appreciate you guys, and we'll see you
1: tomorrow. All right, you bet. Mike Brown, Carolina, Lugs, Taylor Davis, and I on the field tomorrow.
4: Carolina. I like that.
2: I mean, and spring games need to be spruced up. Let's be honest. I, I've said for years we ought to have real games. Mm-hmm. I, you know, all these, you know, paycheck games. Yeah, well, let's have them in the spring.
1: Yeah, why not? The uh, by the way, tomorrow at Clemson, uh, Roy Philpot, Emac, and the coveted invite. They'll be fighting Dabo for the microphone tomorrow.
2: No, Dabo's going to get the mic, and they might as well just go to Max, drive in, and, and just grab them. <laughs> off something, a double cheeseburger. Go down to the Smoking Pig. Yeah, there and uh, just grab him on a great meal yeah. and come back and Dabo play cornholt a...
1: Smoking Pig. Now well,
2: listen, they got it all at Smoking Pig. Dabo, Swinney with the microphone. Uh, you guys will be lucky to be on at three. <laughs> Probably right. I'll just go tell you that right now. JIP, the spring. Dabo's game. gonna be like Mac and hold on. Let me tell you about my four-string tied end that we just got. This guy I found from Jamaica. Yeah. I mean, you know, Dabo, Is he gets no the mic doubt. and forget about
0: it. Here's Mark Packer and Wes Durham. Wow, Packer and Durham. We made the rankings of the inaugural rankings for the uh ACC rowing I'm very very honored thank you so much I was at practice during the show but I heard from uh SID that uh that things were happening so he forwarded the uh video to me and I'm very honored we'll see if we can stay there thanks very much it is
2: coach no we're making things happen no the very first pac-man top 10 crew listen we got nine teams in the league I give you the top 10 Virginia I told you anytime the hoos are in the water they're number one. Great. Swimming, diving, rowing. Great. Number one. Great. Numero uno. The sure. team to beat. Wahoo Wah in the H2O. Oh,
1: here they are, ladies and gentlemen, the Packer, Pac-Man crew rankings.
2: That's it. Virginia's number oh, one. Duke, by the way, the crew team of the week <laughs> by the ACC at Great. number two. Cush is three. Clemson with the home lake advantage for the ACC championships are at Four. Notre Dame, five. Louisville, no idea. six. BC. No idea. Se- what do you mean? You have no Seven, idea. I've been studying this all week. Sure, Miami, eight. North Carolina, nine. And we got to no! have somebody in 10. No. The, the name has been updated. Oh, it's terrible. The Kansas City. Now, Jayhawks oh. in the 10 spot because, as you well know, nothing speaks rowing better than being in the middle of Kansas. They were the Jawhawks when this was unveiled earlier today. And now the Jayhawks. Kevin, don't validate this thing. Coach is all over it. Who's been promoting us wanting to do a show from a boat on May 13th? that,
1: That would be you. And
2: how many months ago was that? Five or six? I don't think I just jumped on the bandwagon. No. We've been promoting this for nearly half a year. Well, and this started when we did spring rankings, right.
1: national rankings on Tuesday. That's right. And rowing didn't have it.
2: So Not available so I said, available, let, so me so let me take care do of it.
1: Yeah, and you see what happened at 8 o'clock today. And I'm guessing because it's now been validated that we'll do this again next Friday? Every week. Oh, boy.
2: Every week. All the way up until the ACC championship? Every week. We're five weeks away from the ACC championship. Lake Hartwell. Clemson with the home lake advantage.
1: Yeah, great.
2: And Duke was the crew team of the week. The
1: official crew team of the week or yours? No,
2: the official. Okay. I mean, from the ACC. Okay, the ACC. Will you be naming your crew team of the week next week? I think I'll start doing (laughs) it. Why? You feel like you're being left out? No,
1: no. It's on you. You got it. You're
2: the the guy that's always freaking out doing accounting. I don't want to do accounting. I'll do accounting. I'll
1: let you do the accounting. That's why we got
2: nine teams in the league. I gave you a top ten. There you go. Makes sense, right? Uh yes, absolutely. Tomorrow's uh, a big day though, and it Oh my God. I mean, it's a special day for tomorrow, one in particular.
1: Let me let me say this. Tomorrow in Tallahassee, one of the iconic voices of American sports. Yep. Not just college football, not just the NFL with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, but Gene Deckerhoff bids farewell tomorrow to Florida State. He will broadcast on radio the spring football game for the Seminoles. And that'll be it. And let me just say this. First of all, uh, best wishes to he and Ann, his bride, who is just a saint of a woman like any person married to anybody in this business. Uh, But Gene has been a treasure for not only Florida State fans. He's been a treasure for college football. He's been a treasure in this industry. He is a good friend. We've had him on the show several times. We will have him on again. He will do the Tampa Bay Buccaneers again in the fall. But a terrific, terrific ride at Florida State
2: comes to a conclusion. Great guy, great broadcaster, and he will be missed on game days on a Saturday night in Tallahassee. Oh, my gosh. Um,
1: I mean, I remember meeting him when I first went to Georgia Tech. In the 90s, he was doing the games with the late Vic Prenzy, who played quarterback for Burt Reynolds. And Deckerhoff is awesome. I mean, he's exactly when you when you were a kid and you decided you wanted to be in this business. He was one of those guys. I mean, Deckerhoff, Munson, John Ward, my dad, Bob Harris. Oh, look at here Watch now! Watch out! Look what's happening in can this he, house! Get, overhead
2: yeah, get the can, overhead shot ready! Get the overhead shot ready! I can hear months, Piper girl!
4: Here, come,
1: look here she comes! Look at this! Look at this! Oh my girl. gosh. Girl. Here she comes! Oh my heavens! Woo. Oh gosh! Woo. Eighty-five pounds! Woo. Hey Piper! What's Piper up? Girl.
4: You Piper girl! Piper! What's up, Piper? How are you? <laughs> huh? Yeah. Good to see you. Uh, yes, this is why we
2: dominate yeah. the best live sports yeah, show sure. in a basement with dogs. Oh, my God. We got two minutes of this. Two-time Emmy Most Award. Most people have
1: paid big money for this. And
2: that show out in Arizona with the 101 Dalmatians, you got nothing. We got Piper Girl. Oh, I know. I know. I I know. We got Piper Girl. We got Brother dying. Fuller.
1: Oh, oh, there we go. Yeah.
2: Great. What could
1: possibly go wrong with three dogs? There we go. Okay, <laughs> Piper did her matinee shot. <laughs> Everything's fine. Uh, Corporal, take us down to DEFCON 1. Hey,
2: uh, boys, you remember her? Yeah. 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 North um, Carolina spot Treatment. That's what we call it when yeah. Papa Girl comes up from Georgia.
1: But our best to Gene Deckerhoff. No right? doubt.
2: Yep. Fantastic guy. Yep. And just a tremendous broadcaster, a better person and uh, you know, so enjoy it tomorrow. But man, he will be missed. Absolutely.
0: Tune into Packer and Durham weekday mornings from seven to ten Eastern for the best conversations about everything from the ACC. Find it on the ACC Network, Sirius XM Channel 371, and streaming on the ESPN app.